Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com From the nation's capital, this is the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast with your host, Rob Snow. Rolling in the minivan, we're rolling in the minivan. Rolling in the minivan, we're rolling in the minivan. Rolling in the minivan, we're rolling in the minivan. Yo, ladies! Yeah! Y'all wanna go This is episode 247 of the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. This episode is The Redfish Roadie featuring Jen Ripple and Heather Hodgson. If you listen to Fly Fishing Podcasts, you probably do not need an introduction to who Jen and Heather are, so we will just jump right into the podcast. We're going to discuss all things minivan life, Florida man, roadkill, and the casting challenge you can join if you're in Florida or Louisiana. The Redfish Roadie is brought to you by Traeger. Traeger brings unrivaled wood flavor to the table unlocking your food's true potential no matter which grill you select traeger six in one ability means you can grill smoke bake roast braise and barbecue pure hardwood flavor right into your food not only are they a meat cooking machine traeger also makes a line of dry rubs we've got the big game rub we've got pork and poultry oh my goodness we've got blackened saskatchewan rub We've got Traeger Signature Rub. And finally, my other favorite is the Fin and Feather Rub. Chicken thighs, wings, steaks. Just sprinkle a little bit of this good old dry rub right on them. Low smoke it, grill it. It's that simple. And just imagine if all the southern food rip and hopper are being exposed to on this trip... If they had a Traeger trailer on the back of that minivan, the oysters, the alligators, the swamp turkey. Mm. Well, let's hear all about Rip and Hopper's Redfish Roadie. Let's go. Hang in a bed. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> who's the big spoon and who's the little spoon? I'm probably the 
probably the bigger thing. Yeah. Uh, about the same size. Okay. All right, so we've got Rip and Hopper with us, and anybody who listens to fly fishing podcasts are no strangers to you two. Do you want to say hi so we can separate your voices from one another? Hey. Yeah, hey, this is Jen Ripple from Dunn Magazine. And Heather Hodson from United Women on the Fly. And where are y'all today? Homosassa, Florida right now. <laughs> How's the weather down there? Uh, you know, it's re- it's actually windy right now. Yesterday, it I think I brought the rain from the Pacific Northwest because it poured yesterday. But it's a warm weather. It's a warm w- rain, so that's good. But um, it is sunny now and beautiful and a little windy, but not bad. We have a couple ladies fishing, so hopefully they're, they're kicking butt. Right on. Yeah. So could you do a little recap of how the first road trip came to fruition last year? We did a little bit of an interview last January at the Edison show, but some of the listeners may not have heard that. Sure. So, um, well, I Heather wrote for us way, way back when the magazine was just in its infancy on in a digital form. And so I've known Heather forever, but I didn't meet her until like, what was it, like a year and a half ago two or so? Ago. Two years yeah. ago, yeah. And so when we met for the first time in person, at the Edison show, mm-hmm. then um, we started talking about this idea of doing a road trip. I always kind of wanted to do a road trip. I feel like having events where you can unite women or people across the country would be a great idea to show that fly fishing is a cohesive sport, brings people together. And I mentioned it to Heather, who was very, very excited <laughs> about it. And, you know, and we kind of hit it off immediately. We're very much alike. And so, uh, that's just how it kind of came to be. We kind of put this plan in motion, and with my chaos and Heather's organizational skills, somehow it worked. <laughs> and y'all took the northern, midwestern route last year? Yeah, so we started from Nashville, Tennessee, and then went up through Wisconsin and fished uh, the Driftless area with Jerry Myers, who owns the Driftless Angler up there, and then we drove into Colorado did an event in Colorado and then we went and met up with our friends um, our friend Heidi Lewis who basically guided us around to complete the Utah Cutthroat Slam and um, we did finish it which is awesome we completed that and in three days which is pretty badass and then um, we went to Montana after that we did an event in Ennis Montana and then drove and did kind of finished our event in Craig Montana where NBC met us and we did a big, um, we had a big kind of story on NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt about just fly fishing and the event and the, just how great, you know, things are, things are changing and how, yeah, it is a cohesive sport where, you know, it brings people together and there's such a huge community. So. I find Lester Holt has very strange shoulders. It's yeah, weird when I, I guess watch I it. never really even they're, thought about they're that. They're small know? and they're very kind of like an A-frame house. The snow must fall off his shoulders walking to Manhattan. That's funny. I guess I never even thought about that. Yeah. It's funny how everybody has different things, right? Right. So I what, kind of am like, you know, obsessed by his mustache. So, you know, I yeah. <laughs> when did y'all decide to do the southern route in fall of this year? Denver, we decided in January when we debuted our Rip and Hopper uh, video. So we actually filmed a very amateur film um, with our iPhones. And, you know, I flew this drone and almost crashed it and all kinds of stuff. So we we made this 10 minute movie 
So we debuted it in Denver, and then we also showed it in New, New Jersey. It actually just came out today. We just released it publicly today, so then anybody can watch it. But So we kind of decided in, in January of this year that we wanted to, to do something Southern. And there were women that reached out to us that said, hey, you know, cool, you're in the, you know, the West or the Midwest, then you're going to uh, Colorado or, you know, Montana. Everybody goes there to fly fish. Why can't you come and, and see us in the South? And so that's kind of how this... Um, redfish road trip kind of came into fruition and originally what we thought North Carolina all the way to Texas and then we started looking at like the logistics behind that and it's like there's just no way so it's Florida and Louisiana and how long will this trip take uh what is it 10 20 it's 19 days but that doesn't include driving back to Nashville yeah so I'd say it's gonna be 20 days yeah yeah. awesome I'm very jealous you should be. It's lots and lots of fun. Yeah. Lots of fun, but lots of work, too. Lots of work. Oh, my gosh. So we're really excited. We haven't even really gone fishing yet, so we're excited tomorrow. We're going to go fish with Captain Lacey and uh, actually just get, you know, just get an opportunity to maybe catch a fish, which will be good. So Awesome. What kind of fishing gear did you pack for specifically targeting redfish? Uh, well, we packed everything from 8 to 10 weights for the most part. Did you bring anything other than a 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. 8 to 10 weights. Um, we have a bunch of different cool reels we have the brand new orvis recon so and that is a badass yeah rock. It I mean, it's really it's nice awesome. yeah and i'm excited because uh i picked up the siegler reel in uh at iftd so i'm gonna throw that on our redfish roadie rod because heather and i have a nine foot uh nine weight rod that sarah bella made us specially for the redfish road trip and so we're super excited about that that's a really really cool beautiful rod too so that's what we have mostly uh nines yeah nine weights and then the kind of redfish over here where we're at right now are smaller so eight weights will work and there's speckled trout you know and there's other other fish too that we can target so um Kind of whatever whatever the bycatch is, we're okay with that. You know, obviously redfish are beautiful and they're unique. Kind of like us women, we're beautiful and unique. But um, you know, it's yeah, whatever whatever wants to eat our fly and uh, t- give us a little tug, we're game. For. We're not gonna pass up a tarp. No. <laughs> are you packing your own flies or are you relying on guides? And are you specifically fishing with guides when you're out, or is there some DIY involved as well? Uh, you know, most of it is going to be our kind of I- idea is to shop local, fish local, and support local, eat local, drink local, all that. So with with that encompasses getting local guides. So yes, we are we're working with a bunch of local guides, um, you know, and have encouraged women to charter or to hire a guide. Um, there is some DIY stuff that's available in in Stewart, Florida, as well as in. Naples area, but we're going to be out with some of the local guides. Um, and we did bring our own flies, our own reels, or everything, you know, our own lines, all that stuff. So we're well equipped, um, but it's always fun to see kind of, you know, you can bring so many flies and then all of a sudden the guide's like, yeah, none of those are going to work. Here's the one fly you need or whatever. So um, we're well equipped with a multitude of flies, but who knows what, you know, we'll probably only use one or something. Yeah, but. I always find that the guides are always like, oh, let me see your fly box. And you show it and they're like, yeah, no, none of those. <laughs> and so then they do their own thing. So that's probably what we're going to do. And um, and I love to fish the Naples and Alligator Air- Alley area. So we will hop out of the car, stand on some guardrails, watch <laughs> traffic and cast into some of those little awesome. lagoons that are back there as well. Yeah, so. and it's cool for me because I've never, I'm a trout girl. So, man, I don't even know what a mullet is. Like, this is... 
you know, I'm they I'm jump. a decent. I know. Yeah, they do. But yeah, I'm a decent trout angler, and I can get super nerdy with bugs. But when it comes to bait fish and saltwater, that's just not. I'm not good at that, and so it's really cool because it definitely humbles you. It makes you a better angler. You learn a lot, you know. So it's it's fun to to do that. And I don't even. I've never even been to. I mean, Florida once. So this is. It's cool to see and learn some of that DIY experience and and just become a better angler overall. You know. Yeah. Heather, are you familiar with Florida Man? What's that? No, I'm not familiar with Florida Man. Oh. All right, this came up on a recent podcast with Kayla. You've got to Google. The word Florida man and your birth date. Let's see what pops up. Okay. I don't have to do it now. As well, Debbie Hansen said, all nuts roll downhill. As to why you have interesting <laughs> people in Florida. What are y'all driving this time? Oh, yeah. We are rolling in the minivan. Rolling in the minivan. <laughs> Who's doing the, the brunt of the driving? Uh, the first day, Heather did, but we really like... Um, Mix it up a lot, mm -hmm. so both of us will share the responsibility. The good thing about like working with Heather is, and I think I hope to say that it's the same way, but uh, we get along super well. We're super comfortable together, and there's no competition because we're all after mm -hmm. the same thing. Both of us want to just further the sport and for the women in the sport. So there's none of this like um, headbutting. Yeah, no, there's no clash. Awesome. Nothing. So mm -hmm. whatever needs to be done, we're both willing to. Pick yeah. Up so like when Jen's driving, I'll be like on social media or answering emails, and then vice versa. Jen, you know, so we just work. We complement each other really well. Yeah. And, so. and what's really cool in this trip is we both have our moms with us, <laughs> and then we have awesome. um, Angie Scott who is from the Woman Angler and Adventure podcast, and she's coming with, and she's doing helping us out with social media and that kind of stuff. So it's really this group of, and then we have Angie's adopted mom, which happens to be my mom's friend, Sharon. So we have this big, like, core group of women that are traveling along with us, and then all the women that are flying in from all over the United States to meet us at various events. So it's a much bigger event than it was last year, and we, we've already got all these people that are like, where are you going to next? And, you know, how can we get involved? So it's cool to see it grow. Yeah. So our new hashtag is hashtag minivan life. <laughs> you know how, like, van life is Oh, super I love popular. van life. Oh, yeah. I, I was in my car sleeping up in Lake Ontario not too long ago. Yeah. No, this is minivan life, man. Minivan life. <laughs> it's what? actually a very functional vehicle. Other than the high clearance, there's no really high clearance, but... All in all, for like traveling, man, minivans rock. Big cup holders. <laughs> oh, cup holders. We got TVs. We got two TVs we have, in there. Like all of our stuff fits. Last year, we were driving a truck, and you know, we got through some weather, and things got wet. The magazines got wet. So this is so much better. We can lock everything. It's safer. We can pile in as like seven women into one van. I mean, it's it's awesome. It is. So we're actually we're digging it. So thank you, Dodge. <laughs> yes, for making the minivan. Nice. <laughs> actually, thank you, FFI. So Fly Fishers Inter International. So you know the cool thing about some of these organizations that you join, they have a lot of different perks, right? And so we actually rented our van uh, through Fly Fishers International's, like uh, you know rental perk or whatever rental discount so we got a really good deal and because so, we did it through that they actually get a kickback they get some money yeah in, you know every time we would rent it or this time when we rent it or anybody who rents uh they get a percentage back so it's like a double whammy which is super cool yeah and fly fishers international is our title sponsor mm -hmm. they sponsored all four of our events so we're really super excited about that mm -hmm. yeah 
And then um, and with all of our events that we're doing, so we're doing Homo Sasa tonight. We don't know who's going to show up. We don't, I mean, it's, it'll be, it's going to be great. It's just cool to meet so many new people, but we're doing this uh, fly casting, um, like a bronze challenge. So the FFI has this kind of fun way to, to show off your casting skills and make, you know, casting fun. So Jen and I are both going to be hosting this where we're going to show people and practice all of these different tasks. And then whoever wants to do it can, um, you know, try out for this challenge. And if you, if you pass the challenge, then you get uh, like a certificate and stuff. So we're doing the bronze, which, um, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, there's definitely some technicality to it and like roll casting off your shoulder at 40, 40 uh, feet. And you have to be within, you know, two feet of your target. So it's cool to just, you know, yeah, it'll be fun. So we're excited to share that fun challenge kind of throughout the um, Louisiana and Florida. So where are the specific stops you have planned to make so far? Uh, Homosasa tonight. So 1022 and then Florida or Florida. Oh my gosh. Uh, Stewart Naples on 1024. And then we're going and we're, you know, we're working with a bunch of the different clubs in the area. So we reached out and said, Hey, you know, we're going to have these casting events. Would you be more than happy or would you help us? And they're, they're really ecstatic just to bring more people into you know, the sport of fly fishing. So we're working with backcountry fly fishers in Naples. And then we go to Stewart, Florida, and uh, we're going to be there on 1027. And then we drive to from Stewart, Florida, all the way to New Orleans. And we are working with the New Orleans fly fishers. And that'll be on October 30th. So from 3 to 6 p.m. So the day before Thanksgiving. No. Or Thanksgiving. <laughs> Before Halloween, my mind, I have so much stuff going on in my mind. No, before Halloween, the day before Halloween. So we will be in uh, in New Orleans for Halloween, which will be fun in itself. Are you so. just going to wear waders and go as angling ladies? Oh, no, we're plans? pirates. We're going to be pirates. pirates. Right yeah. on. We're doing the <laughs> Goonies this year. So yeah. we are going to be dressed as, uh, I'll be Sloth, my wife is Mama Fratelli, and my daughter will be Andy at Trunk or Treat oh, this weekend. That's awesome. So cool. we'll have the drift boat instead of a car, and we'll have a big pirate flag on it. Oh, my oh, gosh. That's so great. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. while you're driving, are you keeping a tally of roadkill animals? No, but we, we, we should. We totally should. I can say that in, there's an armadillo oh, and yeah. some uh, deer in there. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many deer in Florida. It's crazy. Yep. <laughs> what Maybe. about, are you going to count other things like how many Waffle Houses, how many trucker bombs, funny you know, bumper stickers? Really, no, but that's all good stuff. We're going to put our ladies to work. Yeah, okay. We're going to start doing that. You have anything that you want us specifically to look for? Hitchhikers? Oh, Hitchhikers. okay. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. We can yeah. definitely do that. Uh, good bumper stickers, funny signs. Okay. Like in Virginia, yeah, okay. we've got a town called Bumpus. We also have the Poe White Parkway. Of course, New Jersey. So you've oh, got to find something down there that's gonna be funny. Oh yeah, totally. There has to be like the world's largest alligator or something down here. I would assume we'll have to find some like funky roadside cheesy tourist attractions. We too. are gonna go to the Love Boat, which is an ice cream place um, from Tampa on our way from Tampa to New Orleans. I mean to uh, Naples. We're gonna go there. That is like one of my favorite places. So, yeah, we just like food with, yeah. seven, with seven ladies in the van. Is there room to pick up a hitchhiker? We can put them on the top. It's fine. Totally. Okay. Strap. That's safer. You know, safety first. <laughs> Do you have any favorite road tripping movies? 
be it Dumb and Dumber, road trip, family vacation. Oh, I think I'd have to go with family vacation. Yeah, family vacation. But I think that it's more the songs we're into. Mm -hmm. Totally. What are you listening to? Last time was Biscuits. Oh, so actually, you know, the girls got me into um, S-Town, which is this, like, podcast. Of Down There. That's a new one, doesn't it? Totally. So we're, I'm at, like, episode seven right now. It is the best road tripping. Podcast is rock to listen to because I think they keep your mind so much in tune. And I don't know, it just with, I just drone out music, you know, and then I start to sleep or I start to, you know, while I'm driving. So podcasts are the way to go. So that's what we're looking for. I would suggest Cerebrellis' latest album, Amidst the Chaos. And the theme song for y'all ladies could be Armor. I'm going to listen to that one. I I tell my daughter that's her theme song. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911, and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. All right. We're going to look it up. We'll play it. And and I also am trying to get um, the ladies involved in the Carl Hyacin movement. I love Carl Hyacin. Double whammy. Double whammy. Yeah, I just suggested that to Sergeant Bass Fisher the other day. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. That's awesome. All right. I got armor on my phone. Uh, We'll have to jam out to it. And I think we – I mean – you have to check out the Rolling in the Minivan song. It's like the best. It's the best. I mean, it's like red light, don't go to jail. Green, no, no, green no. light, don't, don't go to jail. <laughs> red light, go to jail. It's, it's, yeah, whoever wrote it was, it was, they're really intelligent. The family version <laughs> of Riding Dirty, probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it is awesome. It's from Kuku Kinjaru. <laughs> That's who sings it. It's awesome. I mean, yeah. When you start going all these eateries and stuff, like shrimp shacks on the side of the road, Heather, I think you're going to start understanding what the fish eat, too. Because all the yeah. stuff down there that the fish are eating, that's the same thing you get fried. The oh, shrimps, perfect. the crabs. Right. Cool. So lots of little crustaceans. Yeah. Oysters. Yeah. I can't Oyster. wait to have some oysters. Gulf oysters. What about alligator? Are you going to try some exotic things down there? I'm going to try it all. Why not? You only live once. I knew a kid who referred to... Seagulls are swamp turkeys. He was from the bayous. And he said, sometimes you just got to eat a seagull. I was like, yeah, yeah sometimes I'm just not going to eat that. <laughs> What's interesting is there's these black vultures that are a little bit smaller. They're in, I don't know, There's there are some definitely some interesting birds, birds down here that almost look like ducks, but they're black and they have red eyes cormorants. and white spots and all kinds of, yeah. They're the cormorants and then the anahingas. Yeah. And the anahingas yeah. will have their yeah, wings out to dry. Okay. Yeah. See, all the, there's just so much to learn and see. It's awesome. We saw Monkey Island yesterday. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> all that exotic animals. There's got to be some good roadkill down in Florida. Snakes, lizards. We'll send you some pictures. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll pull over the side of the road and we'll just we'll send them to you. <laughs> safety first. Yeah, safety first. Do you have nope. a good windshield wiper fluid for all the bug guts? Yeah, there are a lot. You know, it's weird though. Like. From Nash or from Dover to here, we didn't. I didn't even have to wash the windshield. I don't know what it was. If it was like a cold, but it was kind of cold. I actually had to have my puffy jacket on in Nashville, so maybe it was a bit of a cold 
you know, now it's freaking hot and humid here in Florida, but um, so I, there weren't a lot of bugs yet. I will say that my friend who's fishing in Louisiana yesterday sent me some pictures, said that the mosquitoes were terrible. He got eaten oh, a lot. So maybe like things will change by the time we get over there. Yeah. Now you have to find out who on your trip is the one person that mosquitoes really like. My mom. Just it's not me. It's my mom, too. Yeah. Maybe it's a mom I, thing. Maybe it is a mom thing because my mom definitely, she was just in Belize and she got like 300 bites the first night or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And both of our moms are, are Russians. Yep. So maybe it's that? the Russian one. Yeah. What part yeah, of Mother Russia? Yeah, both. Yeah. Both are 100%. So that means Jen, Jen and I just have even something else more in common. Exactly. So. Well, my yeah. wife is, was born in Soviet Russia. She, really? She's Soviet. Yeah. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Oh, that's not yeah, nice. but I didn't know that. Yeah, we didn't know that. See, yeah. she around. is that's lost. Right. Last night I was discussing our next summer plan to drive to Colorado, which she agreed on three weeks ago, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm never driving to Colorado." And I was like, "What happened to you?" <laughs> she doesn't road trip anymore like she used to. Really? Yeah. Too much fancy traveling. Yeah. She won't sleep in the back of the Xterra. She well, had to sleep at a barn at the Rose River Project Healing Waters Two Fly Tournament last year, and I'm still hearing about that. She thinks that a ghost was was uh, bothering her all night. Well, that's why. So, will cots fit in the back of your Xterra? I've got a bed frame. Oh shoot! Oh yeah, well, with a foam pad and it's. Should, I don't know. That you need one of them. You need one of those tax outdoor um, giant like carry along things that you can stick on the back. It's like a a custom luxury kind of tense yeah. thing you need to do that there's also something that you can inflate and it fills up the back seat and it what? goes down where the feet are and it fills that in so you've got this level sleeping area well i'm gonna have to look into that's that that's clever that's awesome did you all ever watch road rules on mtv they would sleep on the roof of their rv which i always thought was a little sketchy because you could roll off of that <laughs> that's like those tents that you put up on top there now. i know i always wonder about those. i know i'm always a little scared i never watched road rules maybe we'll have to start <laughs> so have you met any characters on the way other anglers random people so far this early on manatee pub <laughs> oh my gosh so we went to uh this place called the manatee pub which is like seriously since you know carl hyacin it's like one of those back back alley like alligator alley kind of offshoots in the homosassa river and you just go take your boat up there and there's like these sketchy houses there was even like a, we'll send you a picture this motor home that had like burned down and was still sitting there and then there's this really really sketchy like pub back there and we met a guy sketchy but awesome yeah sketchy <laughs> but awesome like the bloody marys were four dollars oh it was, so, yeah I mean, it was cash only um right on the water but the guy who owned it was just sitting there we met him we met some people from ohio but definitely the owner of the the manatee pub he is a character you've got to go there yeah he's yeah it was a really cool it's like banjo music was playing as soon as we started like driving into into the pub or into that area and it was yeah i love sketchy stuff like that. i love dive bars so dive bars yeah. are the best what was it, hanging from the ceiling was it coins dollars, bras, dollars. dollars. oh yeah it was all dollars oh, no. oh yeah but and the cash only like jen said yeah so for two bloody marys and a beer it was only ten dollars i mean those are my kind of bars that's oh, awesome really? you know like you go to other places and it's 10 or 15 dollars for one drink let that's alone drink at home yeah. yeah so it's it was it was really fun it was awesome pouring down rain we're soaking wet and we just hop into the into the pub and the, yeah it was really cool yeah 
So those are our first our first introduction to Home of Sasa, Florida. Pretty fun. And what am I going to ask next? Uh, do you have plan like contingency plans for rain dates or... I guess there's no tropical storms coming up. That was it's last week. It's starting to rain on our event. No. It's to rain on our party. It was supposed mm. to rain today, but it's beautiful and sunny. So. Yeah. It's called fishing, not catching. That's right. And are you prepared <laughs> to answer questions when you roll up to a boat ramp or something and a bunch of ladies get out of the van with fishing gear and everyone just kind of says, what's going on? We've already had that yeah. yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had that yesterday. They just... You know, it's funny, especially down here, they're like, what? You guys are fishing? What? You're fly fishing? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's so, it really is centered, it seems like, around conventional gear. So the fly fishing aspect alone is, you know, unique, and then you have women that are doing it. So, um, yeah, we, we always get that question. We always answer that question, you know. So we're always prepared to make up some BS fishing tales story, you know, about all these awesome fish that we got or something. So do you have a business card or something you could hand out and say, Hey, follow us, or this is our journey. Well, we don't, we haven't made business cards, but we probably yeah, should, but we do idea. have um, big signs on the side of our minivan that say the red fish roadie. And we have all of our big sponsors on there, their logos. And so we do kind of promote that way. But business cards is a great, yeah, I guess great, we haven't even, great you know, idea. that's yeah. Next, next trip. That's we're already thinking yeah. about 2020. So, and if you're 20- members of AFTA, you can use your Staples business advantage and get them through Staples. Totally, That's right. absolutely. I mean, yeah. that, is, that is exactly true. Did you go to IFTD this year? No. So that was the choice. It was I didn't have summer vacation, so I was like I could go out to IFTD and then go up to our condo in Breckenridge and fish, or I could just take three days and go up to Lake Ontario. And at the end of the year, as a small business owner, I have to look at, do I spend all the money for airfare and rental cars and hotels in Denver, or do I just eat beef udon out of the back of my car and sleep in a parking lot? Yeah, that's like, as yeah. much you have for sure. But next year, I have not been out to our condo in three years, so I, I was jonesing to go this year, and then I got a group of 10 kids for a birthday party. And my wife's like, if you're not going because you got to work, I'm taking your ticket. So she and the kid flew out for a week. Oh, wow. Hey, at least it's getting used. And I just inherited a brand new Winston rod the other day. So that's going to be my new Colorado trout rod. Ah, which one? It is the Trout Unlimited Life Member something waters. Eight foot, eight inch, five weight, four piece. Nice. Nice. I don't think it's ever been used. The B3X, yeah, that's a that's one of the yeah. Don't get rid of that rod. No, that rod's such a good rod. So cool. Yeah, I'm very happy and, to get a new. And new how was fishing for you? Was fishing good in Lake Ontario? Um, I didn't. I landed a fish on my first cast, so technically I hooked it and landed it at the same time. I had a big purple intruder on, and a mm-hmm. brand new Skagit line, and I popped it out just to get the fly wet. And as it swung back to my feet, I went to cast, and it was stuck. I assume it was in a rock and I looked down and there's a three foot salmon with it in the corner of its mouth. And that was it. I had it on the reel and it didn't really move anywhere and it popped off and I landed my only fish in my first cast, but it was nice. The the leaves are changing up. And if you've never been to the salmon river, New York, it's really stunning. Have you been? I've never been. And then seeing salmon swim by is even more cool. And I know Heather's got the wild natural ones. So these are the, you know, falsely propagated in a hatchery once, but it's still awesome. <laughs> no, it does. You know, anything on the swing is awesome. Yeah. So right. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anything on the fly is anything awesome. on the fly. Totally. 
whatever species it may be, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's just, uh, it's just fun. So, you know, I call that the kiss of death when you catch a fish right out of the gate. Usually, at least for me, means that I'm not going to touch a fish the totally. rest of the day. That was it for three days. I hooked a couple. I'm sure I snagged. Most of the fish that were fighting were probably just snagged or flossed. Yeah. It was a good time. I, it was quiet. I had time to just hang out and just listen to the water and the leaves falling and look around. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. And we're going back up for steelhead in a couple of weeks. Cool. Well, good I'm luck. Excited. Yeah. I'm yeah. more of a steelhead angler. I consider that the salmon river. It's like a venue that has hockey and basketball and like one sport, but the same venue. Salmon fishing is completely different to me than steelhead. And I like the steelhead better. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. For sure. I understand that that statement. <laughs> yeah, y'all should do that's an idea. Steelhead Alley next road trip. Do the whole Great Lakes. Oh, Great Ooh, Lakes. Great Lakes. Really thought it was yeah. Great Lakes. But we were we have kind of planned out our trip again already. So mm-hmm. Yeah, for twenty twenty we're thinking or we even have our dates like September sixteenth through the twenty third or something of next year. So it'll be right before ICAST, which will be fun. Um, but we're going to probably go up to the um, Northeast and, you know, how Orvis had their idea originally of 50-50 by 2020. Well, obviously, it's going to be 2020. So we've thought about either starting or or, or ending at Orvis and then um, kind of fishing around that area for a week. So and inviting just women from, from the Northeast. So 50-50 kind of the- jamboree. Yeah. 50, ooh, 50-50 jamboree. Go. Yeah. And just kind of how... Um, you know, we obviously lived in the West. We're doing the South. We might as well do the Northeast. And so just kind of continue that, um, the availability of, of meeting a bunch of, of anglers all over the country. So, yeah, we would yeah. definitely host you here if y'all come by. Oh, that'd see. be awesome. All right. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're still, I mean, that's, at least we have the dates, you know, our Jen and I schedules are so crazy that we have to get at least the date in because otherwise, uh, everything always just comes up. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, it just fills up. I have so, to, my schedule yeah. is based around my wife's travel schedule. So that's, that's how I live. I have to look at her travel year in advance to figure things out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man. What does your wife do? Space division, satellite, U S air force, something. Whoa. I don't know. That sounds really intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to miss the, the Lancaster fly fishing show next year. Cause there won't be anyone to watch the kid. Unless she wants to go car camping with me or stay in a hotel. We'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll figure it out. The Lancaster. We didn't go. I haven't been to the Lancaster one. We're doing Chicago this year. So we're instead of New Jersey, we're going to be up in Chicago. And then that's Jen's hometown, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's where I grew up. It's not where I grew up. My my adult. Yeah. I lived the vast majority of my adult life in Chicago. So and it's um, it's the Chicagoland Fishing Travel and Outdoor Expo. And it usually it's not a fly show which i love because mm-hmm. then i spend all weekend or you know my my staff spends all weekend putting a fly rod in the hands of conventional anglers and 40,000 people about come through those doors on that weekend and so this year it's going to be a bigger um bigger fly kind of centric thing we have some cool women coming in and we're going to do a woman's thing in the chicago show it's nice. going to be fun it's just like, re- reach a different market you know and try to um, yeah, meet new people and, and yeah, just kind of reach the conventional angler as well. Teach them that conventional fishing is like drinking non-alcoholic beer or decaf coffee. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't know why. You know, it's funny. I always, I always say this, but it's so true. It's like as fly anglers, we can tend to be very, very exclusive and be like, "Oh, I would never pick up a gear rod," but the the conventional anglers are very inclusive. If a fly rod is a way that they can catch more fish, they would definitely pick it up and try it. And so, I don't know why as fly anglers we don't target specifically the gear anglers that are out there because they're three quarters of the way towards being a fly angler already. Yeah. They are up to fish. They know where the fish are. They know what the fish eat. You know, a lot of times I'll watch these bass anglers on Kentucky Lake where I live, the professional bass anglers, and they are so much more educated in catching fish than we are as fly anglers. As fly anglers, especially as a bass angler, we're like, okay, I'm going to stand in my boat. I'm going to cast towards the shore. I'm going to wait a few seconds, let the clouds and minnow sink, and then I'm going to strip it back. And I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to do all day long. And these bass anglers are like, well, it's 52 degrees outside. The water temperature is 48. It's the middle of January. The fish are going to be here because there's this kind of wind. And so I have taken to using electronics on my boat now, which is like not heard of in the fly world either. And I have grown in a, a huge amount of respect for the conventional anglers that are out there. A lot, they're not just worm dunkers. So they're super you know, analytical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, I, I actually went to a streamer presentation, and that was the thing. It's like, if you look at the pro presentation was based on talk to the conventional guys. You know, the lures that they're catching fish are, are small, and they're catching big fish on these smaller lures. And here we are using these triple articulated ginormous streamers. You know, when the reality is, is, you know, sometimes those smaller streamers, smaller flies work so much better, mm-hmm. you know, so big, bigger isn't always better when it comes to flies and that kind of stuff. And, you know, a lot of it you can learn from some of the conventional anglers. So um, I think there's a lot to be learned on both sides, you know, so being open to that is is cool. It's yeah. always fun in the springtime here to give a conventional angler a fly rod and have them hook a shad for the first time. A oh fly rod and the look on yeah. their face it's it's night and day to compare to what they were doing with the spinning rod it's totally so awesome. yeah it's so awesome well we have angie scott from the woman angler and adventure and she is a conventional angler only and so it's fun to have her along because she's brought all her rods that i mean heather and i we don't know what to do with those, yeah. right? and she has no idea what to do with the fly rod so we're going to get her out casting a fly rod today and who knows maybe mm-hmm. Uh, I'll create bird's nest with some kind of bait caster. I'm yeah, sure. those yeah. things are beyond my comprehension. I found oh, a bait oh caster. I've, yeah, I've tried it. I don't know. Yeah, it always and then it, people with me look at me like, oh my god, you did it again. It goes. Like, I throw it and it goes. Up, I'll be in the garage, like in the front of the garage, and I throw it and it goes up into the gutter. And I'm like, how did it go seven? Feet? It only goes seven feet. But, and then you see these guys that can just launch them. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't know how they do that. Yeah, It's, it's like center, center pinning too. That's difficult. That whole cast and everything, you know, and um, yeah, it's just, it's just different. Something you learn. It's, it's all about educating. It's like me. I don't, I'm not a salt girl. So I'm educating myself and to be better and, and more open-minded, you know? So, yep. yeah. Right on. <laughs> um, back to the road trip. Did y'all bring any tying materials with you? Or uh, vices and tying kits? I did not. I thought about it, but then I thought, we're going to be so busy, organ, you know, herding cats the whole while that we probably wouldn't have time for that. And we like to shop local, so buying some flies from your local shop is much more where we're at at this point. Yeah, you know, and there is, uh, the Mangrove Outfitters is having a 
uh, women's their first ever women's event actually in Naples the same day that we're going to be there. And it's a it's a women's fly tying night. So um, as soon as our event's done on on October 24th, we're going to head over to Mangrove Outfitters and then go and and meet a bunch of women. And we don't have vices, but the shop has some vices. So we'll be able to tie some flies with them. So that'll be pretty fun. Would you be willing to have the roadkill fly tying challenge where you bring something in? Yes, we definitely would. That would be awesome. Raccoon whiskers and armadillo eyebrow or something. (laughs) Well, you know, I learned to I learned to tie flies before I learned to fish, and so I knew that I had it really, really bad the first time I was driving from Ann Arbor to Chicago on the expressway, (laughs) and I saw a dead deer, and I thought I should pull over and chop that tail off. (laughs) Oh yeah, I had a girlfriend senior year of high school. She was holding a squirrel with like a Ziploc bag around it, and I cut the tail off. I was like, Ooh, we're gonna make some nice posts with this. That is so awesome. It didn't last very long. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have to find the unique girl that will actually like that. You know, they're they're kind of rare. (laughs) Unicornish. Unicornish. Redfish ish. That's right. Neighbor across the street, his wife lets him process deer in the basement bathroom. Okay, oh. that's creepy. I'm just nice. gonna say I don't you, need, need... you need to maybe consider where you're living. Yeah, she calls him the urban redneck because I was like, I never see him bring deer in the house. She's like, oh, what yeah, is he... processing deer? I don't even know what that. Like gutting is. it and breaking oh, okay. it down. Okay, I mean that's like our garage. I mean I'm used to that. I would actually when I would was little. So my dad was a hunting guy in Alaska, so I used to go oh. a lot with him like in Washington and stuff when we'd go and and as soon as he would shoot something I would I would help him gut it and then I'd always ask him to like open up its stomach so I could see what it was eating you know I knew that I would be a nurse yeah I was about to say is that how you got into medicine because I I can't look at my arm if they draw blood (laughs) (laughs) my brother's that way too but he both he's an archer it's really funny but um yeah so and it's fun to break their legs and stuff. I don't know. Oh, it's so yeah. weird. I had a stuff. Those are the, the deer, not her patients, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, and what's weird is I've never had an IV. I've never actually no. ever been in the hospital. What? Yeah. And oh. I'm almost 40 and I've never been in the hospital. But yeah, there's still time. I, yeah, there's still time. <laughs> but yeah, I don't mind. I mean, I, I've obviously started several and, you know, all of that. Wow. But yeah, kind of funny. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Have you ever used any stuff to tie flies with in the, in like the medical kit? Like I, I've learned to tie tube flies and IV tubes. Ooh. Cut those uh, up. No. uh -uh. The, the, the rubber tourniquet for your arm. I've tied, um, I've tied tails on flies with those before. Like that big elastic stretchy dude. Yeah, totally. No, I haven't, but I mean, I'm sure I could find all kinds of material. I've used dog hair for dubbing and stuff, mm-hmm. or I sometimes have pink or blue extensions in my hair, and sometimes they come out, and so I just use those as my steelhead flies or something. So that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are the rest of the ladies on your trip right now? Are they in the same room? Uh, some of them are they're are in they the watching? other house right now. Would you like to talk to them? <laughs> Anybody who wants to check in can go for it. Why not? Yeah, we can bring. We should bring Angie in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just found the lady podcasters today on iTunes. The lady podcasters. Oh, they're, they're from the ones Georgia, from I think. Yeah, those are they're awesome. We're gonna actually be doing. Uh, you should look up Angie too, the woman um, angler and adventurer. So we'll bring her in 
gentleman to go grab her. But um, she is awesome. And like we said, it's, oh, she's coming in right now. So it's, you know, we met her actually. Well, she can talk more about it, but we met her uh, our first day last year on our road trip. We did a podcast, which actually it was a really good interview. It was awesome. It was so much fun. Yeah. So here's Angie, and she can tell you like what she won because she actually won something about it too. So yeah. Hey. Angie, how goes things? It's going great. My real Look. last name is Snow White, if you're wondering. I have always wondered that. It yeah. is. Huh? My clients the other day were like, so why'd you pick Snow White as your pseudonym? I'm like, it's not. Because, yeah. <laughs> because Prince Charming was already taken. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, no, we're, uh, we're a part of, or I'm a part of the Tennessee Outdoor Writers Association, and they do awards and craft every year. And I submitted a couple of the episodes, and one was the one that I did with Jen and Heather last year. And it actually ended up winning first place. Yeah. And, and what's cool is they don't even have a podcast category per se, so it was in the radio category. Yeah. Which was like, cool. that's awesome. Know. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah. What are you looking yeah. forward to on this road trip? Uh, Oyster I'm... eating contest with Heather? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm not a fly angler, and so I'm looking forward to getting some experience with a fly rod one, and then maybe playing in a nice red fish would be really awesome. But also just the whole experience, and um, you know, I'm hoping with social media, so just kind of learning through the whole process and getting better at all that, and learning from these amazing ladies. Uh, you know, they both have awesome followings and businesses, and so I'm just soaking it all in from all angles. But we're learning from Angie, too. Like, this, she has a bunch of really, I mean, her stories, you can tell Angie's stories to <laughs> our stories. <laughs> because hers are, like, amazing. So it's been really great to learn, you know, it's, I think as a small business owner, it's always great to connect and ask, like, how are you doing your marketing? How are you doing this? How are, you know... What apps do you use? What's the best way to utilize all your time? You know, all this stuff. So it's definitely been, a, we've definitely all learned from each other. Mm -hmm. So it's been really good. Yep. And hopefully we'll get some really cool podcast episodes out of the mm -hmm. whole event too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be fun. Are they teaching you casting basics when you're not uh, on not the water? Yet. Probably. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, so far I, I brought... Well, I brought a surf, uh, like a little rod and reel, you know, spinning reel um, that ended up not working. Because <laughs> the last time I used it. I think it, they sabotaged it before it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think, no. yeah, that could be. That could be. So I just bought a cheap one the other day, and I've just kind of been using that so far. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to giving it a try tonight. And going out tomorrow for sure will be the big yeah. Plunge. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. And um, one of the gals, so Angie, I, we actually connected Angie. So she lives in Nashville, Tennessee. And one of the gals, Katie, who's come, came from Alaska. So she's joined us along the entire road trip. And so uh, we connected her with Angie. So they're going to go out and fish. And uh, Katie actually found this guide because he's a certified casting instructor and he loves to teach. So it's actually really mm -hmm. cool that she's going to get a guide that actually wants to teach and help instruct. And so, I mean, I can only imagine how much better a day is when you have somebody yeah. that wants to share that knowledge and that information. Right. So it'll be 
excited to hear yeah mm-hmm. uh, did y'all introduce heather to your favorite hot chicken places before you left Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Oh, we did that last yeah. year. Yeah. Last what is year. it? It's uh, called uh, uh, Hattie Bees. Oh. So they Hattie got the new, I saw Fly South posted, they have hot halibut now, halibut fingers. Oh, really? And Do nobody believed me at my house the other day. I had to pull it up yeah. on social media. Yeah. Oh, you never know what Fly South is doing. They have a new manager there, which is super cool. I mean, that's my local fly shop, so... Right. I love those boys, so what's I'm excited to get back in. What's the black pea caviar, or what's the... Oh, black... Uh, it was black eyed pea. Oh, um, but it was something called caviar bean or yeah, black bean caviar or something, oh, something like that. Then Hattie Bees does. That. It was so good. Well, it's from yeah. Hattie Bees. Yep. Like they have a bunch of like different stops. I've so. actually never been to Hattie. You Bees. haven't? Uh-uh. What? I've been to the go. Row. The Row has really good hot mm-hmm. chicken. I like Pepper Fire. Just the chicken finger itself, I thought was really good. Oh, okay. I've never been to that one. I we sure. went to this great little bakery called Yeast. And uh, yeah, I that's next to the uh, hula hoop factory, I think. Oh, is that right? I don't know. Is that the, the Kla- Kla- Kalashi place? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, man, it was so oh. good. You walk into that hula hoop shop and you'll say, why is this not a fly shop? They have the most amazing mylar rolls there. Really? And I said, you need a market to fly anglers. And she's like, that's nah, just too much. But I did a whole <laughs> podcast with them. I was intrigued by a hula hoop factory. Huh, it's across okay. the hall. Oh, it's across the hall. Okay, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah it's directly when you look uh, out into the okay. same building. Okay. Yeah, all right, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a birthday party place, like a party city. They've got cards and other trinkets, but the back is the hula hoop, like just <laughs> factory. It's right. crazy. Just the yeah. colors of mylar that they can wrap hula hoops in would make the best flashbacks and tinsels and. Oh, awesome. That's interesting. Yeah, no, the whole road trip, we're going to definitely be trying to do, you know, no chain restaurants, obviously. So just some of the fun, just side road kind of diners and cafes and stuff. So tonight we're going to McRae's, which is in Homosassa, right on the water. So hopefully their beverages are inexpensive also. And I have a feeling we won't be able to find anything but fried food, but that's that's all right. You know, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And fresh seafood. And fresh seafood, yeah. See, I don't yeah. eat seafood, so I get all the fried stuff. Yeah. I like the hush puppies. And we probably staying, we're staying at um, my mom's best friend's son's house right here on the river, and it's a beautiful new house. And and uh, so our moms, being along, have been doing a lot of the cooking. So <laughs> that's been good and bad. <laughs> yeah. We like, they're they're taking care of us. It's awesome. <laughs> what do you, is, what's the drink down there? Lemonade, sweet tea? Well, the non-alcoholic beverage that is. Yeah, definitely sweet tea down here. Yeah, maybe uh, I don't know. Anything. Well, no, no, it's Coke. But okay. then you say I want a diet Coke, and then they say what kind, and then you say Dr Pepper. That's so, true. that's so weird to me. <laughs> Everything is a Coke. <laughs> what do you call it in Washington? Soda. Soda. Yes. My wife calls it pop. Yeah, yeah. You Chicago is pop. Minnesota, so we soda. Call it pop. You call it pop. You call it soda. soda. I call it soda. But now yeah. I just. We only grew up with Coke products because Coke made 
kosher for Passover Coke, which is just Mexican Coke, but blessed by a rabbi. So I'd never had Burger King growing up because they served Pepsi. There was only one Burger King in Northern uh, Virginia at the time. But any place that sold Pepsi, we never went to. Isn't that interesting? And yeah. there is certain religions that own Pepsi. And really? they don't necessarily, or they're somewhat affiliated, I believe, and, and don't really say that they can't drink caffeine. So it's kind of an intri- interesting uh, oxymoron. I saw Coca-Cola now makes a coffee-infused Coca-Cola. What? Oh. I saw that somewhere. I was on Reddit, maybe. Saw that too. We might have to try that. Let's, see, let's seek that out. Yeah. So, do you all have like a, a shopping list of things you want to maybe purchase, like a funky hat or a, I don't know, something cool in a fly shop? Anything you're looking for while you're traveling, like a cool a new knife? Hat. Yeah. A small lady's hat or a kid's hat would be yeah. awesome in a cool fly shop. Nobody has hats that fit my head. We our, have so much. My neighbor knits yeah. hats for people or crochets, and I have the child size one. So you have that problem too. Yeah. It's hard to find Jen a yeah. hat. Like, and of course, you know, companies want to send hats, for, you know, for promotion or whatever. And it's hard because they fit me, but they don't fit Jen. So yeah. So yeah. I think it's a lot of hats. Yeah. She just looks like, especially, or if they're flat brim, we, you know, they oh, just don't. Yeah. 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 They're too old for that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not a flat brimmer. Yeah. yeah. No, You're still a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, um, we have a lot of cool stuff to give away at the event. Like, Loon, who's one of our big sponsors, they must have given oh us. They God. gave us like sixty of everything. You it's know, in, like, it it's was crazy. Insane. Scissors. It was... I love. Oh, yeah. I got my Loon scissors right here. My little arrow tip ones. They're awesome. Yeah, we got. It was. It was amazing how much Loon donated. So all of those people that will be joining all of our um, our different events will be benefiting from all of those donations. So, yeah, yeah, it'll be good. And that'll be nice. As the trip goes on, there'll be less gear in the car as you give it away. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully by the time I drive by, I can fit two of us and our gear in yeah. it yeah. <laughs> comfortably. And I have to fly home. So I'm going to, so I have to keep it, you know, limited to my two bags. So I saw yeah. a crazy thing on TV the other day, which I don't know why we don't do it for fishing. It's a company that will pick up your golf clubs and ship them. Hmm. And the whole thing is you don't have to worry about your golf clubs. Nothing will happen to them. They'll be at, at your destination when you get there. We need huh. that for fly gear. I know Hemingway used to ship his gear ahead of him. So he'd get oh. there and it'd all be there. See, that's a great idea. That's actually That is a great yeah, idea, except that, expensive. let me tell you, as someone who owns a heavy magazine, it would cost a fortune <laughs> to ship. Totally. <laughs> but I guess you just pass that along. Right. I guess. I think they said there's like a $34 flat rate, maybe. Wow. I have to look it up. Oh. That sounds huh. And it's a bunch of very happy golfing ladies that are out there well then there we go yeah, yeah. thanks for the idea that is a good idea let <laughs> us ship your products for That's you. right. then we can go on shark tank and then we could be like we've already shipped a million dollars in products and you should this is why you should invest in us yeah <laughs> so. has the car started filling up with sand and, and wrappers and stuff oh yeah there's always like uh red bull cans and uh heather's uh little uh pretzel kind of things in there. Oh, yeah. Well, and I ran this morning. I got. I went to the, I don't know, the Salt Marsh Trail this morning, and it's all sand. So, and then my shoes, my trail running shoes have, you know, the bigger, chunkier, like, tread. And so, yeah, there's some sand now. (laughs) I don't like sand. Yeah. I can't have it in my car. I can't have it touching me. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw a video of a dog yesterday that licked sand, and its reaction was, like, me putting my feet in it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I do not like, I wear shoes at the beach. What? 
Yeah. But then does the sand get in your shoes? That's yeah. worse. <laughs> Gives me the willies. It's like cilantro, <laughs> but uh, sand. Huh. It's like the geologic version of cilantro. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So when I bumped into my friend Morgan at the Healing Waters tournament last year, he he said, uh, I brought you some sand and cilantro. And I was like, all right, wise guy. Real funny. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> then he ended up helping me put up a tent that hit me in the face and broke my front tooth. Oh. It was one of those afternoons. No. <laughs> Are there rules for the person driving shotgun? Do you have to open drinks, pull out maps, anything like that? Yeah. Change music? Kind of. Put on the podcast. Yeah. Fast forward the podcast. Pause the podcast. Oh, yeah. Make sure that you don't miss your off-ramp oh, twice. Man. I missed it twice. <laughs> it's got to be easy now with the GPS. You don't have to have big maps and those triptychs from AAA. We were so engrossed in the podcast. Yeah, we were exactly. engrossed, in the, but it didn't talk to me. Right. The podcast, or no, the podcast, the Waze, so we use Waze because obviously it helps with, with the cops. Sleepers. Yeah. Yes. And um, and I contribute. So now when I see cops, I'm like posting, oh, there's a cop there. But, <laughs> and we like it too because you can change the voice names. And so we actually have the boy band voice name right now. So it's so awesome. It's like, in in a quarter of a mile, turn, turn right. right. <laughs> <laughs> or you have met, you, you have reached your destination. destination. <laughs> it's like the so, same people that do your car, your uh, minivan song. I know, right? Yeah, oh, that'd be, yeah, yeah. So, there you um, go. yeah, I missed the and it, but it it was like sixteen hours on the road our first day. It's one thirty in the morning, and I kept missing the you know, the exits. I wanted to punch and, her, but it was only an extra five minutes. Yeah. So it was all right. But the, problem, but the problem is it's like, you have to keep going 30 miles because in Florida, everything's marsh. So you can't, there's no exits really close. Right. So yeah, we got, we got to our final destination a little bit later. Okay. It was, fun. yeah, it all worked out. If someone falls asleep in the car, do you mess with them at all? We will. If Angie falls asleep in the car. Did you? Yeah. Oh, we didn't catch her, but yeah. we, we probably would. Yeah, no, or, you know, I mean, or unless you're really tired, because uh, both Jen and I, we both slept in the Nashville airport. So, you know, from IFTD, so you get in really late, and the car rental place doesn't open up until 6 a.m., and I got into the airport at, like, 1 a.m. So trying to sleep in the airport is not, you just don't get any sleep. Yeah, so the I vacuumers was, I, keep bumping into you. Yeah, totally. Or the loud TV playing, you know, news or something. But um, yeah, so I think I'm still trying to get caught up from sleep. Yeah, you know, you did so, not sleep well. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and the whole road trip. I mean, it's busy. You're answering emails. You're doing social media. You're coordinating. We're organizing. We're meal planning. We're grocery shopping. We're, we're babysitting our mother. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot to it. I mean, it looks like it's all fun and games, but even Angie probably sees that too. It's like, oh my gosh, these girls are always working. Well, you my know? mother's here now too. Oh yeah, she has her adopted mother's here. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of work, but you know, it's so worth it to just meet everybody and connect and show that you can fly fish on a, a budget. You know. So yeah. Right on. Mm -hmm. right, I have some more questions now. Do y'all have any uh, driving superstitions? Um, I don't know that we do. Do you? No, I, I don't. Uh -uh. What did you forget to pack? 
Well, I'm notorious for forgetting something. I thought I forgot my reels, and then I forgot my flies, but I did find all of them, so I'm assuming I didn't pack any underwear. <laughs> I don't know if you can get those in Florida. <laughs> no, probably not. Not the kind of bikinis. I like. You can yeah. bikinis. Big old uh, fat granny panties. Yeah. Everyone knows how to change a tire? No, I do Oh, you know, good. Angie does. Yeah, I'm this, I have this really cool thing called AAA. <laughs> and, uh, no, I do not. I mean, I, I know in theory how to change a tire, but, um, yeah. Isn't I, that why they make YouTube? Yeah, YouTube tells you everything. So I yeah. think we can figure it out. Yeah. But AAA. We got AAA. <laughs> we're covered. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Am I allowed to ask about breaking wind in the car? Because I, I I'm not sure if ladies do that. No, no, women don't do that, first okay. of all. But if we had a gentleman in the car, then, and if he kept rolling the window down and up, down, up, we'd know something was going yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We had a conversation on the porch one night if it'd be worse if you could see farts or if they were contagious like yawns. Was a big, long discussion. <laughs> That's a great conversation. Oh, my gosh. Like, would awesome. it be a green cloud or would all of a sudden everyone just start, like the Barfarama and Stand By Me? Wow. And would the color change depending on what you had to eat? Whoa. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> Pure craziness right there. Is there anything you're going to try to avoid on the road trip, be it a, a destination that may be haunted or? No, we're going to seek those out. Yeah. We're okay. going to New Orleans. We want to seek it all out. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. Um, hmm. No, I don't think so. Who's got the heaviest foot when y'all are driving? Probably me. Probably. I, I yeah. have a terribly heavy foot. I like to speed and I like to go fast. Do you flip the bird or do you flash the, the blinkers at somebody that's that's messing with you? I have this new thing where I try to be really nice because I can tend to be a bitch. So I don't do either of those anymore. <laughs> As of this morning. <laughs> and with Waze, you don't have to worry about the stereotypical southern policeman like in the James Bond movies or Smokey and the Bandit? Oh, we probably still have to, whether we're doing something wrong or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> there actually are a lot of police officers in this area, I've noticed. And uh, smaller towns don't speed. That's yeah. the hard part. Not at all. So, yeah. Especially yeah. Dover, Tennessee. So if any anyone out there would like to contribute bail money at some point, <laughs> we might need it. What southern organism are you most scared of encountering? Like if if you pulled off the sheets one night and there was something in the bed, we had iguanas once in in uh, Puerto Rico. Those I, are I three footers, by the way. I don't snakes. Cockroaches freak me out. Palmetto bugs. Have yeah. you seen those? Uh, there was those. one in here. Yeah, they just freak me out. I don't know. Even though I know that they're not going to hurt me, they just are give me the eebie-jeebies. What about you, Angie? Uh, I don't really have any. I guess I would maybe a... I don't know if a lizard came crawling across my face or something. That would probably be freaky. I'm not really excited about seeing alligators either. I'm scared I'm of alligators. Excited. I'm super. Well, oh my god, I forgot to tell you on my run, um, there was some big, huge thing that was right, and it might have been a fish. But then it was part of it was in underwater, like my the trail. Oh, it's probably an alligator. So I was freaking, and I was like, I better turn around. This doesn't seem very safe. You're running a zigzag pattern safe. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny because in my world, you know, we're scared of grizzly bears. And then I come down here and now I'm scared of alligators. <laughs> you don't have to outrun the alligators. You just have to outrun the person you're with. 
That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I have a, I'm not fast, though. That's the problem. I have a lot of endurance. I'm just not fast. So, so tomorrow when you ask me to run with you, I'll know why. Right? <laughs> yeah. If she kicks you in your kneecap right when you start running, hobbles you early. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, too funny. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Anything else I, I forgot to ask about the road trip? No, I think you covered it all. Who snores the most? I don't. I my mother. <laughs> my mom snores a little bit too. So maybe it is. Maybe it's the Russian. Uh, the Russian yeah. blood. Uh, just my mother-in-law saw some some wood. Does she? Yeah. You can hear it through the my, walls. Uh, my mom doesn't really snore. I mean, I, it's all pretty quiet in here. Yeah. I think. We put Angie downstairs, so we don't know if she's snoring or not. I'm pimping down there all by myself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She has like own amazing apartment downstairs. It's awesome. She has I'm to pee so, outside though, right? So, so good back. the last two eat, nights. Was it eat, drink, pee in the woods? That's right. Eat, and hang or, out. Yep. Eat. What is it? It's a. Uh, Drink beer, pee in the woods, and hang out. Yeah. I've, I have the sticker. I just don't want to give it to my daughter yet because she kind of ruins everything. <laughs> so she'd probably just cut it in half with a pair of scissors just because she's eight. I bet Heather could send you another yeah, one. Yeah, we, okay. we can make that happen. That'd be okay. Yeah. Are you looking forward to seeing some of the southern stars down there, Heather? Like for just a different angle? Yeah, I guess I... I guess I never even thought about it. I mean, I love seeing like the Southern Cross on the other side of the world. I think that's cool. But yeah, I guess I never even, well, I mean, the last couple of nights it's been so cloudy. So hopefully we get some clear nights where we can actually see some stars. So yeah. And then that means we'll have better sight fishing weather too. So right. it all works out, right? That's right. So yeah. Yeah. Right. Any words of wisdom for people that may be embarking on a road trip soon? Airbnb, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. Verbo, or couch surfing, or connecting with your local community, whoever it may be, and just you know getting ideas on uh, who you can stay with, or you know local less expensive uh, ways, or just yeah going with somebody to share expenses, mm -hmm. you know. But um, yeah, and you know I, I was going to say that on this road trip, it's been really cool that we are working with different fly fishing clubs or organizations in each event because. You know, if you look at the recreational boating and, you know, fishing study that came out, the people that are leaving this sport are almost as big as the people that are coming into the sport. And so in order to get them, you know, to stay, it's really important. We can have all these people come to our events who have never picked up a fly rod before, and we can teach them a cast today. But then where are they going to go if they love it? And so having the local community here helping out is perfect because we can just plug these brand new fly anglers right into their local organizations. So... I like that. I think that, you know, connecting with those mm -hmm. in the areas where you're going to is super, super important. Yeah, Very absolutely. Cool. Yeah. All about connection and community, you know, so and being inclusive to everybody and, and uh, wanting to mentor. Right. So if we all know a knot or something. We can be a mentor to somebody else. And then that person then can learn something and then be a mentor. So it's all about just giving back and sharing the love and and keeping it, you know, alive with our community. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Very cool. Where can <laughs> listeners follow along on all the social medias? Oh, man. I've... Okay, so you can follow along on Dunn Magazine and United Women on the Fly, yeah. Northwest Fly Girl and Jen Ripple, and then uh, The Woman Angler and Adventure. Mm -hmm. But then you can also follow along on Rip and Hopper's Adventure, um, where we're posting mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff as well. And then uh, obviously on Instagram and Facebook on all of those sites. Yeah, and the hashtag kind of for the entire trip is Fredfish Roadie. 
So um, you can just follow the, the, the hashtag and you can see everything that's going on. So awesome. What are your yeah. plans post road trip? Really have Any travel that. coming up. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Um, let's see. No, I think I'm good. Then I finally get a break. I've been traveling since January. So finally mm-hmm. I get a break until the 2nd of January, some ridiculous date that the fly fishing show is oh, yeah. in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm as soon as I get home, I work for a day and then I fly down to California for Delta days and I'm helping do Delta days. And then I uh, then fly immediately from Delta Days to Bend, Oregon, and I have four days uh, or like three days of steelhead fishing with my good girlfriends. We call it Chicks with Sticks, Mm -hmm. and so we're going to go swing for steelhead, and then I fly home and have some chill time. So I can't wait till November 17th. Yeah. Yeah. What about Angie? She's. I've got a fishing tournament. Uh, Hopefully my boat is back to life when I get back, and then... And then after that, I've got a few weeks of chill. So a lot of working on building what we're doing. And then uh, January, I've got a couple shows going yeah. on. Yeah. So it's yeah. a good time to like have family time and just, you know, like try not to do too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love December. Except for the holidays. Except for the holidays. <laughs> but yeah. See, I don't have a family. So yeah. I can, Eric and I are just going to, I don't even know what we're doing. We're, I think we're just going to stay at home. This is the first year in 15 years that I will have all of the holidays off. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. Probably just chill and do nothing. No, and it yeah, he's, we'll just celebrate Hanukkah. So it's going awesome. awesome. Mazel yeah. tov. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The so. Russians make some pretty awesome latkes. Yeah. 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 Ooh, we brought along some huckleberry we vodka from yeah. uh, Distillery. Yeah. Casting for Recovery was doing a big donation kind of thing. So I bought a couple of, and they're really cool. It's like this beautiful fly fisher pin top or uh, um, pinup girl. Like she's so pretty. She's on the bottle. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> huckleberry yeah. vodka sounds good. Yeah. Yes. We'll have to partake in that vodka. We will. Yeah. Very nice. So. Uh, who you got in the World Series? You watch tonight? Yeah, right. <laughs> Sports? Oh, is the World Series? That's football, right? Oh, we got the Washington Nationals. Home team. Oh. Yeah. So we got a Stanley Cup last year, and then maybe a World Series coming, so we'll see. Oh, man. If the Cubs aren't in it, I'm out. Right. So I'll probably be tying steelhead flies while watching. That's awesome. I can't just watch all these games just sitting Not- there. Yeah, but can you multitask? I mean, like as a man. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a huge sports dude. I'm not like the the neighbors will spend all Sunday just watching football. I'm like, I I got stuff to do, man. I don't think that's terrible. Fishing, yeah, yeah. There's fish to be caught during that. The best day to fish is the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, Christmas, New Year's Day. Absolutely, 100 percent. February 3rd. Oh, February 3rd. Isn't that the Atlanta show always? Yeah, it is the Atlanta show. That's the bummer of it. Like, we're traveling home on Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, well, and actually the Super Bowl was in Atlanta during the Atlanta show. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Bad money. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Anyways. I'm into the Super Bowl just for the food. Well, yeah. What else we do it for? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, ladies, I think that's it for me. And you're going to go fishing now? We're going to go do our event. Yeah, now. we have our event right now. We're in uh, 12.30, yeah, so we have our event in a couple. We'll probably leave here in about 45 minutes or so. Fantastic. Well, thank you yeah. so much for your time. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thanks, Bob. All right. All right, talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.
Thank you for joining us for the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. For more information or to contact Rob, please go to www.robsnowwhite.com. This podcast is brought to you by Freestone Productions at freestoneproductions.com. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. A mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Brave anglers search for the one they call king. But who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver. Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.